Are you ready to scale your business in a way that's aligned with your soul and profitable? I'm Casey Rossi, a business and leadership coach. I've been a full-time entrepreneur for 30 years and love business. I help conscious leaders increase their impact and optimize their lives. Join me each week for tips and deep conversations on cultivating confidence, increasing your visibility, elevating your vibration, and leading with purpose without burning out. Let's go. Today, I wanted to share with you my hot tip on what I wish I knew when I first started out. Because this time of the year in 2021 marks my 30-year anniversary of being a full-time entrepreneur. And over that time, I've amassed a ton of information. It's been a windy road and it definitely has not um, been necessarily an easy journey. And I want to share with you a little bit, rewind the clock all the way back to 1991 when I was 19 and started my first official business, you know, where you kind of get the DBA and you do all the things and you have a business card and all of that good stuff. And my very first business was a photographic jewelry company that I started with my best friend called Montage. And we took these beautiful images, many of them were nature settings, and created these collages that we were then able to mount and dip in this really cool coating so these little mini pieces of art could be worn as jewelry, earrings, and pendants. And um, I knew that really at a very young age, but definitely, especially once I met Cher, my bestie, who was all about doing things that were unconventional and harnessing creativity I loved the fact of the freedom lifestyle and being able to travel and all those good things. So I was definitely attracted to entrepreneurialism at a very young age. So we decided we were going to take our wares and drive them down the East Coast and try to sell them to upscale uh, gift shops and boutiques. Well, right before, shortly before we decided to jump in the car and do that, I had gone into my friend's closet looking for a foam core board, which was something that we used to mount the photo images on. And I did not realize that that closet actually had one of those false doors that opened right up into the basement level below. It was just hooked with one of those hook and eyes from the basement ceiling. So down I went 13 feet. Uh, and landed on my face and lost consciousness, needed 22 stitches, the whole shebang. And this really kind of was literally a bonk on the head that um, this entrepreneurial journey may not be that easy. And we still persevered. We stayed with our plan, did a little healing maybe for about a month. And then we packed up our wares We literally rented a Geo Metro vehicle and everything that we owned, we shoved in the back. We lived in the vehicle for a month as we tried to sell. And as you can imagine, I had no professional training, either did my bestie. I had zero knowledge of what sales were uh, or how to close a sale. Uh, you got to remember it was 19 years old and it was basically just like, we're going to do this. So in a way there was this 
naiveness slash maybe stupidity, but there was this conviction that we believed in what we were doing and we were so connected to the end desire of that freedom, lifestyle, independence, creativity, and really going on the road and and having some fun together. And here's the thing. All of that was amazing to kick it off. And what I found happen is because results don't happen like this, and this is where a little bit of that naiveness comes in, where you feel like, of course, it's amazing and the world's going to see how amazing it is. And then we're just going to make a bunch of money and live an amazing life as well. And we know that that's not necessarily how things happen. Success in general is not this linear straight line. It is the windy road and it does have a lot of variations and learning lessons and bumps along the way. And so one of the things if I was to say was a big mistake that I that I learned now is back then we pivoted so often. We didn't leave any time for our ideas to take hold in the ground and sprout garden we don't plan to see and then just expect to see the results tomorrow. And I do think that that was my mindset when I first started. I also think it's a lot of people's mindsets when they're pivoting or starting something um, as well, because we're so excited about the idea and we're committed to the idea, but we're also looking for results um, maybe on an unrealistic timeline. That was the case for my best friend and partner um, and myself. And we actually pivoted nine different times in a four-year period. And they were completely different businesses from exterior house painting to the jewelry line to um, nutrition counseling. I mean, it was all over the board. And so that was definitely something if I was to share or impart any wisdom that I learned in the beginning is to give it time to take hold and to seed. And be careful when you're pivoting. If you're pivoting almost like a popcorn brain, um, definitely be super aware of that. The other thing, which I feel is like the, the number one hot tip that I wish I doubled down on is um, self-trust. Because that initial piece when I was 19 of that conviction and that just like, we're going we're gonna to persevere and we're going to get this you know, going, that started to fade over time. And it was something where once you subscribe to the school of influence, where you then are comparing yourself to other people, or again, you are trying to be on an unrealistic timeline for what you deem success should look like, then all of these little pieces infiltrate our confidence level, our self-efficacy, our self-regard. I mean, everything that ties into that self-trust piece. And so I really wish 30 years ago that I cultivated confidence and self-trust first because we bring ourselves with us wherever we go. And when we're not looking outside for the answers, everything in our life shifts. We, I believe, have outsourced our power to experts and blueprints and even Google. And we have moved away from exercising and strengthening our inner core intuition. And in that, I definitely feel that we see the trickle down of what disempowerment feels like. 
which is uh, insecurity and it's slow to make decisions. And then if we do make decisions, we're conferring with multiple other people, whether it is friends, family, colleagues, we're asking people that aren't even in our industry. And I often think about that, especially for entrepreneurs, when we have this great idea, even though our gut is telling us, hell, yes, this is amazing. We will then sometimes go to our partner or our friend who is more conventional or maybe has a nine to five job, and they maybe even have a risk aversion and we're asking them their opinion. And so that's something that I became really aware of that I started to shift away from this initial kind of luckiness or naiveness right out of the draw at 19. When I started shifting away from that core principle, uh, it really opened up the door for a lot of self-doubt, unnecessary struggle, having these challenges come up like Groundhog Day. So my hot tip to you is to double down on your self-trust and to really lean into what that means for you as far as like cultivating your confidence. And it was interesting because I I just am a fan of like knowing the etymology of words and definitions of words. And before I jumped on, I was like, what does double down actually mean? I know that we have like a slang connotation around it, but it came up as passionately recommitting. And I was like, oh, I actually love that. The double down definition of passionately recommitting is something that I continually need to remind myself every single day when it's like, okay, how am I going to lean in to that gut wisdom? And sometimes it takes putting some mindful blinders on or boundaries, if you will, of what information we're going to take in and really staying committed to, again, that deep why, because I think part of that perseverance that came in 30 years ago of just like, this is what I'm going to do is because I was so connected and attached to that sole purpose and deep why of freedom, independence, creativity. And so that's one way that we can kind of backdoor into our confidence and self-trust is having that deep why front and center and then double downing which is passionately recommitting to that every single day, every single day. How do I pay attention to my gut wisdom? How do I tap into my heart? How do I stay connected to my deep why? So that's a message I wanted to share with you today. This is something, again, it would have made my three decades of entrepreneurialism so much smoother But I am a believer that everything happens for a reason and we get to try and try again as the sun comes up. We get to try again and uh, just keep on keeping on. All right, my friend, I hope that resonates. If it did, let me know. And until next time, breathe joy. I hope you enjoyed hearing a little bit of the behind the scenes of my entrepreneurial journey. If so, you can head on over to lovethepodcast.com slash brilliance to leave feedback. And I'm sharing feedback that Tatiana Soar has sent over. She says five stars, very powerful content. This podcast helps women and I love that. I believe that every one of us has something inside, something that can help make another person's life better but it doesn't happen on its own. You have to do a little work. This podcast gives you a peek into how to do it, how to develop your own genius one step at a time. Casey is awesome. 
Tatiana, thank you so much. I think you are awesome too. And I appreciate that you took the time to leave feedback. It really means a lot to me. If you would like to share your feedback on the show, again, head on over to lovethepodcast.com slash brilliance. Thank you.